0: This is the Retirement Solution Podcast with financial advisor John Hicks, founder of J. Hagen Capital. (laughs) There are so many things that we just have in our mind, and we assume that they're correct because we've heard them 100,000 times. we got to get rid of all those myths. If you've done a great job saving, you'd be surprised what you can accomplish when you use the right strategies. Most people just aren't aware of them. You've worked hard your whole life to earn and save. Now you need a plan to make that money work hard for you. The so people that have sacrificed opportunities to spend money, they sacrificed by putting the money in that 401k. They've sacrificed by putting that money in a 529 college plan for their grandkids. Those types of sacrifices should go rewarded in the long run. John is here to help you find solutions for your retirement.
1: On the cusp of Kansas City Chiefs high of winning a Super Bowl, I didn't realize, and it makes sense, obviously, that each player gets a bonus check. You actually, the losers get a bonus check, too.
0: They do, because they made the Super Bowl.
1: That's right. So not only did they get the big fancy ring, but they get a bonus check. And we're going to talk about the winners here, because each one of the Chiefs players took home a check of $157,000.
0: Not bad.
1: However, Uh how much do they actually get to keep, John? John.
0: Well, Ooh, so that's, did they call that bonus incentivized pay?
1: Wait, there's more. Okay. Uh-oh. The nextgenbusiness.com website broke down the numbers. This guy talks fast. So see if you can keep up. Here's <laughs> what, here's how it all panned out.
0: Super Bowl winnings, $157,000. Federal income tax, $58,090. FICA, $12,011. Jock tax, $3,925. Net income, $82,975. Resulting in a total effective tax rate of 47.15%.
1: Told you he talked fast. Wow. They went from $157,000 check to an $82,000 check. 47% tax Isn't that amazing?
0: And that's federal only. That is not including state. So if you actually lived, if any of these young men lived don't say New Jersey or New York or California Boom! That's even another smash in the face. Yep. Uh, because a lot of those states have uh state income taxes that exceed ten percent, which is a ton of money. So think about that. So when we think about you know making money, you know these kids, these are young kids, yep. a lot of them. Yep. I mean, you got a couple of wily veterans, yep. but you know these are young kids, and all of a sudden they're like, man, one hundred and fifty-seven grand turn into eighty thousand bucks that I still potentially got to pay. You know, uh, the man in in their state. Yep. That's a pretty big chunk of change, isn't it? Yep. 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 Absolutely. And this can happen to any of us, which is why it's such a huge component of our wealth management practice that we deal with those tax issues, okay. right? Because yeah. it's one thing, let's say that we've worked our butts off and we've saved this money. We've accumulated $600,000, $1 million, $5 million. And all of a sudden we get to that point where, hey, this is a checkup. I- I want to spend some of this, mm-hmm. and then we realize that when that money comes out and we give ourselves that paycheck that we want to utilize in retirement, the government may be taking up to forty to forty-five percent of that, then to us as well. It's not just super wealthy professional sports people. Right, right. I see this happen to normal Americans that have just done a good job saving, Heather. I see it every day. Realistically, where someone says, "John, man, you know, when I put this money away, you know, I had no idea." that I was going to pay like 40% of it away in taxes. Yeah, I'm like, right, and we need to worry about that. And one of the things that I was thinking about, you know, we were just talking about, you know, these Super Bowl winners, and uh-huh. they're all young guys. Yeah. But where I see this is a huge issue where we're potentially taxed out the yang, mm-hmm. Heather, is if we decide that we want to work a lot longer. What I find out is, you know, a lot of people, you know, they've done a good job saving. You know, they've saved millions of dollars. And they're in their 70s and they realize, man, I don't know if I want to hang this up yet. So their income stays so high that when they have have to do these required minimum distributions they pay fortunes in taxes on those rmds
1: this is a conversation that you and i have had on this radio program before about sure. how oh, absolutely we're all living longer we're all feeling younger looking yeah. good feeling good the thing that i've said forever is 50 is the new 30 because sure. you just look at people in the lives are living at 50 thinking about some of the folks that we see up on our tv screens our movie screens Harrison Ford, for example. (laughs) Yeah. American treasure.
0: He's coming out with a whole new lineup. I know that he was just in the new, uh, they just publicized the new Indiana Jones movie during the Super Bowl.
1: That's it. And he's currently starring with Helen Mirren in the Yellowstone prequel, Ah. 1923. That's on Paramount+. This fella is not slowing down. I could not believe when I read that he is 80 years old. <laughs> you'd Yes. If you'd asked me, I would have been like, oh, what, like mid to late 60s? Honestly, no. 80 wow. years old. And he actually recently was having an interview with the Today Show talking about his plans for the immediate future. And here's what he said.
0: The idea of uh, of not working doesn't make much sense to me. It's really where I feel most alive. He- <laughs> <laughs>
1: he sounds a little sleepy. Maybe not he's not working
0: at that moment, so he's like, "I don't really feel alive, feel right, alive now. right now. I need to be, you know, being Han Solo or one yeah. or Indiana Jones." But
1: this is a perfect example of what you sure. were just talking about.
0: Yeah, so I mean if you think about it, you know, and I haven't pulled the the stats on it, but you know Harrison Ford has made a tremendous amount of money over the years. And you know when you think about that, he will probably be in a higher tax bracket in retirement or at least as high of a tax bracket whatever whatever you want to call retirement, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's going to be just as high once he basically passes away than he was during his prime earning years. So when you think about that, that is number 1, it, congratulations to him. That that is the level of success that many of us we we hope we could deal with. But the secondary piece of that is, is that I hope that he has really skilled people around him so that his heirs don't end up giving away half of that money he saved simply because they did not use tax strategies at work, not just for him, but for the next generation. Because Heather, it it happens all the time to where, you know, we get to a point where like, oh my gosh, John, you know, never in my wildest dreams. You know, I I didn't have a job where I made $400,000 a year. You know, I just kept diligently saving. And now that I've gotten into my six and maybe even earlier mid 70s, I realized, you know, I don't love fishing that much. I, <laughs> I don't like to play golf uh-huh. or I don't have anyone to play golf with. And, you know, my wife and I have done a little bit of traveling, you know, but our kids and grandkids are around here. So we, we don't really need to do that. I don't know what I would do with all this extra money. But having said that, the three or 4 million bucks I got, I really don't want any of it going to the government if I don't have to. By the time so, you're
1: 70 years old, you have paid enough taxes. Darn
0: straight, <laughs> darn yeah. straight. Yeah. And so when you yeah. think about that, and this is what we start working on. Okay. So if someone chooses, and maybe this is you out there, as you're, you're listening to the show today. Maybe you decided, hey, you know, you're in your late 60s, early 70s. You really aren't gonna hang it up anytime soon. So you maybe have been putting off that retirement conversation because you're thinking, but dude, I ain't gonna retire. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't plan on doing that. They'll just find me, you know, down on my desk one day uh, and they'll just kind of, you know, they're cleaning people just kind of clean around me, making sure I'm just not taking a cat nap. And, and the next thing you know, we'll be calling the mortician. And, and I've heard people almost give that exact same uh, analogy. Yeah, I'm not making fun of it so much as that some people are dead serious. That's what they want. That they, would, they would pass away if they had to retire. Yeah, And I get it. So the thing of it is, is that often what we've discovered over the years is that means that they may not be getting some of the right guidance on either holding on to that money for a surviving spouse without giving too much to Uncle Sam, or they're not titled correctly when it comes to how that wealth transfer goes to the next generation or grandkids or their charities of choice. They haven't really done that planning because often that's what a skilled fiduciary retirement advisor would be doing. But since they haven't really done that, they've never planned on it. So Heather, I was thinking the other day about this exact concept because I had a gentleman that he said the exact words we just talked about. Man, John, I'm I'm going to keep on working until I'm gone. Got it. He's 74 now. His wife is 66, Uh and he said, you know, I've done a great job saving money. I think they saved about three million dollars. Okay. And he said, but I have to take these RMDs right now because he's 74. That's right. Okay. So his RMDs, he realized, are going to keep him in the 40 plus percent tax bracket when you look at federal and state. Absolutely not. And he said, John, when I'm looking at this, when I was making money, I never made enough to be in that tax bracket. I basically got only 22 to 25 percent tax breaks on right. um, what now I'm seeing because I'm going to keep working. I might be paying closer to that 37 percent federal rate plus state. He said, this isn't good. What what can I do? I'm like, well, it would have been nice had we had this conversation several years ago, but that's okay. There's a lot of things we can do. So what we actually went and we started working on, we didn't have to worry about his income package for retirement. He was going to keep working. So we basically jumped to tax design and wealth transfer. And what this meant in his situation by simply shuffling money and retitling assets. And you can do this a few different ways. You can either have a trust attorney that creates a trust for you, Mm -hmm. or you can actually use some pretty advanced versions of insurance design. It really never matters to me, we just wanna make sure we're accomplishing the goal. But the way that we did through things at 74 years of age, if he lasted to be roughly 90, Mm -hmm. and if you remember, his wife was about eight years younger, Mm -hmm. so that would put her a little bit further out, we, our tax design was potentially gonna save them over 700 115 thousand dollars in future taxation wow. simply because we were exploiting the tax code the way it's currently written it. this isn't based on if they change things it's based on right now numbers yeah. so we feel pretty confident that those numbers are going to happen and we'll be able to, to achieve those the secondary thing we did though Heather is because he decided well he liked the idea of a trust but he didn't want to over complicate things mm-hmm. he didn't want to potentially tie the money up for his wife because she was eight years younger he wanted to make sure that she had all that she needed and she wouldn't have 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 to going to be paying those high tax rates and have to deal with the trust too. So he opted for some of the insurance type designs. And so by doing those numbers, we were basically going to be able to take about a $3 million portfolio Mm -hmm. and in the end, give the kids and grandkids and their surviving spouse about $6.8 million in completely tax-free resources when he passes away. Wow. That is amazing. And the thing that is, is we don't have to worry about the markets. We don't have to worry about legislative risk for trusts. Simply he chose to use an insurance-based design. Now, that doesn't mean that it's the right strategy for anyone else or for everyone else. The concept is, is that if we're looking at how do we keep more money in our pocket, this couple was going to be able to save about 700 grand from what we can tell right now. And on top of that, we solved that tax issue to his next generation because we effectively turned that almost 3 million, almost better than doubled it into over 6 million of tax-free money down the road. So we basically took a situation of someone that was never going to retire uh-huh. and we still figured out once their retirement has truly come to fruition, what would it look like for the next generation? And he thought that was pretty exciting. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Begin the conversation about your savings plan with John and the team at J. Hagan Capital by visiting RetirementSolutionRadio.com. Be sure to listen to John's radio show, The Retirement Solution, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. on News Radio 840 WHAS. J. Hagan Capital Link is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if J. Hagan Capital Inc. is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagan Capital Inc. is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. It does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims payability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Jonathan Hicks. Insurance license number 548962.